Hey everyone, welcome to a special bonus episode of Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. I wanted to give you a little bit of reality TV since this week I covered Making a Murderer with Troy Turner from Taste of Reality for the regular episode. I hope you listened to that. I hope you enjoyed it. And I still want to hear from you what your theories are about Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey. But today we are going to be talking Below Deck, which I am completely caught up on now, and Vanderpump Rules, which just premiered this week, and it looks like it's going to be, as usual, a great season. So I have Mary Payne Gilbert here with me from Payne in the Pod. That's P-A-Y-N-E in the Pod. She has a podcast that actually interviews podcasters. It's really fun. She gets tons of good people, but she's also a true lover of all things reality TV, and she is an enormous Vanderpump Rules fan. She even binged Below Deck the full season in just two days, so she could talk about about that today as well. So here's Mary Payne Gilbert and I talking Vanderpump Rules and Below Deck. All right. Well, Mary Payne from Payne in the Pod is with me today to talk Vanderpump Rules because we are both Huge fans of the show. We've both been watching it since season one. And even if we're far too old to be a fan of the show, uh, I don't know about you, Mary Payne, but I'm not going to quit anytime soon. Um, you're young and you're probably closer to Jax's age than I am. So, you know. <laughs> you know what? He's, yeah, exactly. I think we're four years apart. But I always think of these as the Vanderpump Rules kids and they're not kids anymore, you know? No, no. Uh-uh. No, yeah. they're, they're, they're getting up there. They're, they're, this is so funny. They're saying this season is adulting. I was like, okay, these people are mid to late thirties. They should have been adulting a long time ago. <laughs> I know. I know. So Jax is getting engaged at what, 39, 40? What, is that how old he is now? I think. I think he's 39, yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about this first. Gut reaction to episode one of the brand new season. Were you satisfied? Were you happy? Do you think it's going to be a good season? Yeah, I was thrilled. Um, it, it, you can't point to any season of Vanderpump Rules that has not been great. And they, they came out. I, th- I thought they were going to drag out this engagement like we're gonna have to wait like two whole episodes but they they always start off with a bang yeah I thought it was great I I agree and this is the thing about Vanderpump Rules that they have an edge over other shows they have such a large an ensemble cast where every player is followed with cameras that they can pack their episodes with content unlike uh Real Housewives of Orange County yeah I agree I agree. Like I said, last night I was watching it and my daughter was watching it with me and I, she kept saying, what are you doing? Because I kept pausing it. And I was like, I have notes. I have notes. I have notes. <laughs> so so what was your big takeaway from the episode? Was it all the proposal? Was that, did you have a lot of notes on that? Well, I have notes on that. I had notes on, I mean, we should just go through it. But my first note is Lisa appears to have less face fillers, but the same amount of lip gloss. You know, that was my first note. She looked a little bit. She looked a little bit more natural, uh, yeah, despite the lip gloss in this than she's looked in a long time. I would agree with you. And we're also coming right on the heels of her losing her brother. It was. I, I think she mentioned it was had been five weeks. Yeah. At the point yeah. of this, the first scene that she filmed in, and she was talking to Lala, and Lala had just lost her father, and then. Jax lost his father just before the reunion was filmed last year. So we're starting the season with a lot of personal tragedies, which is different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was really sad. And, you know, I guess we're seeing kind of the precursor to what's going to happen on Beverly Hills with Lisa 
and her brother because she says she didn't leave the house for five weeks. So she had to get out of bed to film Vanderpump um, Rules, apparently, but not Beverly Hills, I guess. You know what was interesting to me? The fact that she was opening up just a bit. You know, Lisa never opens up that much, but just a bit to Lala. And they were kind of sharing that moment when they were talking about losing their loved ones. And I thought, I wonder if this is going to be more than she shares with any of those bitches on Beverly Hills. I mean, she's sharing more with the Vanderpump Rules, quote, kids in the first episode than she might share with Kyle or anyone because she's she's a different person on Vanderpump Rules. She's in control there. You know, well, she well, she wants. Yeah. On Vanderpump Rules, she is in control. But on Beverly Hills, she's just one of many. And I think Lisa Renna had uh, Facebook or Twitter or some kind of post where she said, you know, I also, you know, have lost a sibling. So, you know, I can relate with her. And then remember, Eileen lost her mother yeah. and came right back to filming. So, you know, this is what we do. It's a job. So I wonder, you know, it's funny. She couldn't even like, I don't know, reach out to Lisa Renna because she had a, a sibling die tragically as well. I don't know. I I think we're just getting like the, the precursor to what's going to happen on Beverly Hills. I think so too. I think this, I, I truly think if we're just going to jump to Beverly, Beverly Hills for a second, then we'll come right back to Vanderpump Rules. But I think this will be her last season, despite her saying on the talk and different thing, you know, different sound bites she's made about, oh, I don't know. Who knows what next season will bring? Don't you think this is it? Uh, I do, but I, I don't know if she can handle being off TV like that. As long as she's got Vanderpump, maybe she's okay. Yeah, I think she's got Vanderpump rules. She's got all of her charities, and I truly think there's going to be another spinoff in the works. I mean, I just my spidey senses are tingling that maybe Tom Tom will be another spinoff, and we'll get a whole new cast, a fresh cast where Tom and Tom will be in charge, and then Lisa will be in, above them, and but it'll be all new, younger kids working there and will follow them. I just feel like that will happen. Mm, I disagree. I think Vanderpump Rules is going to stay what it is, but it's going to it's going to morph into Tom Tom and I think if she has a spinoff it's going to be for her new Vegas place. What is her new Vegas place? She has a new place opening in Vegas and it's called like, you know, the Vanderpump I don't know, Vanderpump Lounge or something. And, and they showed a mock-up of it. I've seen it on Instagram or something. Yeah, she's got a whole new place opening up in some big casino in Vegas. Oh, my God. Where have I been? Holy shit. Okay, thank it, you for telling me that. That Yeah, that would be a better spinoff. A whole new town, a whole new crop of people, and then she could still be at the helm of it. Oh, my God. Mary Payne, thank you. You are the ambassador of great news. Great tidings of joy in this holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about Sheena, who was featured for oh, I don't know what five seconds in the first episode. Okay, here's my note about Sheena because I I only have one, and it's at the very end, and I wrote it this morning because it came to me while I was driving. Would we hate Sheena less if she didn't constantly post all that crap on social media where she is nonstop with the selfies and everything? Would we hate her less? I, I think the answer is yes. I think if we didn't see her being so self-absorbed on social media, we would hate her less. That might be true. I think last season it became such a comedy watching her be like, Rob does this, Rob does that, Rob hangs the TV, Rob does, you know, oh, that Rob is the best. I, I feel like I didn't hate her as much last year. That I, I found it comical that the editors or whatever were just putting her in this like they were they were like highlighting her self absorption to a comedic level. I kinda liked it. 
And, and it, it was sad, too, because you could see that she was so desperate for this person that was so perfect on paper that did not feel this, you know, as strongly for her. And it was it was sad. So at least last season, I didn't hate her as much because the producers were totally trolling her. Know. And, you know, and you know that when the when the when all the when the previews came out, when the previews came out. She was all over social media complaining that, oh, really? Because I was only in that for two seconds. Oh, you mean in the previews? Because you didn't even see me. I was like, oh, my God, girl. I know. And then episode one, it's like her hooking up with some patron. It's so depressing. It's like, oh, my God. Somebody's like, hey, you want to go out? And she's like, sure, I'm always up for drinks. And, the, and, then she, and then she says, yeah, Rob dumped me. And that was basically a wrap for her on episode one. I know. And so I heard um, I heard somebody talking. I think it was Amy Phillips yesterday talking about her hair swing in the opening credit. You know, it's like she's got this hair down to her ass and she swings it dramatically. You know, that, and they were like, that's all we can talk about. the so Sheena hair swing. Oh, my so God. I didn't even notice it because I don't even ah, she just irritates the hell out of me. I, she doesn't irritate the hell out of me as much as Jax does. But Jax is also good TV, so I'll take it. And him fighting with the 90 Day Fiance cast this season is also affecting me. Like, you're talking about Sheena behind the scenes affecting you. That's how Jax is to me. Like, he is such a moron on social media. And he yells at people. He blocks people all of the time. He is so volatile on Twitter and Instagram that I just look at him and I'm like, you are way too old for this. And we've been saying that for years about a lot of them, but him yeah. in particular. And then we're supposed to be like, oh, look at the proposal at the weird picnic table. Isn't it romantic? And then next thing you know, you look on Twitter and he's called somebody like fat and old and somebody should punch you in your face. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the kind of shit he says. I mean, he writes some crazy, crazy stuff on there. Yeah. And he was trolling Jay from 90 Day Fiance talking about stepkids. I was like, okay, why do you care? Calm down. I feel like when you sink to start fighting with the 90 day fiance cast, like you really need to question yourself. I mean, yeah. Why do you care so much? Just be like us and watch it. I mean, yeah, great. just, just watch it. Just have fun with Brittany. Just make your sandwiches. Okay. Let's talk about the proposal. Let's jump to that. Cause that was a major storyline and you're right. Okay. It, it was great. I thought it was great that they did it in episode one and didn't, you know, string it out like so many other shows do. So thoughts on the proposal before I give you mine. Okay. Well, last night they were, or two nights ago, whatever it was, they were on Watch What Happens Live and they were asking him, like, did you really have that box in your crotch? She was like, no, I really did. And, um, and she really said she really was surprised because I was trying to decide at the beginning. I was like, I think she knows because it's being so heavily filmed that why would them go into that, you know, biker bar basically be exciting. It was so heavily filmed. So I was thinking she definitely has to know something's up, but she really, I do believe is not an actress, you know, at all. I think she really was genuinely surprised. I thought it was sweet. I think that because that place meant something to them, to us, it looked like a, you know, grimy place, but to her, you know, it meant something to them. And I don't know. I thought, I thought it was sweet. I think he could have done better than, you know, will you be my wife? I think he could have given a little bit of soliloquy about how great she was, but I think maybe he doesn't have that many words in him. <laughs> he's he's a man of few words because he just is a, is a man of a small vocabulary. Yes. I yes. thought I thought the same about her. I thought she was surprised. So I'll agree with you there. And I thought she was so sweet. You know, like she was just so t – you could just tell she was 
overwhelmed with emotion. So I, I love seeing that. I also, you know, I'm, I'm super happy for her that she got a proposal. I'm also super scared for her that it's from Jax. So, yeah. you know, she wants to be married to him. Fine. Be careful what you wish for. Let's flash forward 10 years from now and see if she's happy with this decision. I don't know. But Jax, yeah, doing the whole, my balls are sweating. It's in my crotch. Him getting so amped up there. It was it was kind of funny because it was like an honest moment of how nervous guys do get. But I agree with you. I was waiting for him to really propose to her, like give her, you know, be like, Brittany, I know you've waited for this or just something. And he was like, Neil, will you be my wife? And I was like, that's it? That's all he said? He's doing this on TV and th- that's all he could come up with. I know. I mean, bless his heart. I mean, but, you know, it, they were and they kept showing the thing about the ring and it was $70,000. I was like, okay, let's be honest about this Kyle Chan situation. Mm-hmm. He did not He did not pay $70,000 for that ring. It's, I mean, Kyle Chan has gotten all the product placement for years. So, I mean, in my, I wrote down... That ring was 70. He paid 20. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, good for him that he was linking it to his dad and in memory of his dad. Here's the the sketchy part for me. Sketchy might be the wrong word, but how Jax is like, I knew Brittany was the one for me when my father died because she took care of of everything. And someone who wants to take care of you like that is your soulmate. And I'm like, like, Uh, yeah, like you didn't know before that. Well, it's all about what Brittany does for him. You know, right, right. Like, yeah, like, course. like if something terrible happens to her and it's probably going to be at the hands of Jax, he will mm-hmm. not be there for her. It's all about her doing for him. He just wants someone to serve him the emotional sandwiches and the physical sandwiches he needs. He needs to be fed, you know, at all times because he's such a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard Stassi's podcast where she interviewed Jax and at the end she gave him a quiz. Are you a sociopath? Yes, I did. And, and he, and he scored 100. <laughs> yeah. scored 100%. <laughs> yeah. He mimics human emotion, but he doesn't really have any. Yeah. No, he, so he, were you thinking, so this Neptune's net, is that where they were? Right. Neptune's net. Yeah. Okay. They said it's a, it's like a biker bar um, in Malibu, but they love it because they can apparently get every single fried piece of fish that they want there. Right. So, I had a flashback to Tamara Barney back in the day being with Simon at Neptune's Net. Or was that a different biker bar where she was showing him the engagement ring tattoo she got? Oh. And I was like, this place, if it's the same place, and I am correct on that, has bad juju. Uh, I remember that. Now, that was a long time ago. But I remember that place. They were. I thought they were inside when she was showing him. They that were. Ring. They were. Okay, it was a diff- maybe it was a different place. Okay, you guys who are listening, tell me, where was that 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 happened? Why am I confusing these two? I thought it was there. Maybe it was a different biker bar. But it, I just had a flashback to that when they were at this biker bar and, a new, you know, a, kind of a, mar- a marriage thing was happening. I'm like, oh, my God, Tamara Barney, bad juju. But anyway, okay, so. What it, wow, what if it is? Wow. I know. So, what? okay, let's talk about James. James is coming in hot, as always, right out of the <sighs> gate. <laughs> Being James, the white Kanye, he is really feeling himself still. Okay, I remember when that thing happened with Britney because somebody posted on a Facebook page or something that I'm on that they were at Sir when it happened, and they were like, "You guys won't believe this." Their cameras were not <laughs> their cameras were not there, but he did that rap. And then the worst thing is, is not only did he do it, then he repeats it. 
because he's like, cameras weren't here to catch it. So let me repeat it to Tom and Ariana because it's so funny. (laughs) Do you think he's still living with that weird dude behind a curtain? Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've heard that his girlfriend, what is her name? Raquel? Raquel? Raquel. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like a cardboard cutout of a human being. She's so one dimensional. But I read something where she commented, this year I have more of a voice. Okay. She just wants to be on the show. I mean, okay, Raquel, it's not, it's, it's not happening. You know, Raquel is not happening. Stop trying to make Raquel happen. It's not going to happen. You know who is going to happen though? Stassi's new boyfriend, Bo. I really like (gasps) him. I love him for her. And it's only, we only saw what, like five minutes, but when she started crying, talking about him, I know you're a Stassi stan and I kind of am too. I was touched. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this from her before. No. And, you know, it was interesting because, you know, I I had a history of listening to Patrick all those years and like following their relationship. Yeah. And, you know, when they showed that clip of him saying, and you know what happens when you break up? And she was like, well, starting to answer. He's like, here's what happens when you break up. I was like, oh, I forgot how horrible he came across. He was fucking awful. I mean, he basically pissed off all female viewers. He was just so triggering. He was like that guy who many of us have dated, who we thought was really funny and cool, but then we realized it was at our expense. Yes. Yes. And she's so, you know, perfect and beautiful and she doesn't need to put up with that. So she's finally got a guy who doesn't think he's the shit and trying to put her down all the time. You know, they're very equal. Yeah. And when she said, I can just be myself, it's like, yeah, that's exactly who you couldn't be with Patrick. He, he didn't want to come on the show because it was too embarrassing. And then when he did, he just fucking embarrassed himself. Right. And he thought he was above it. And so, and Bo, he's a, um, he's a casting agent or casting director, one of those two things. And so I think he's like, fine, I'll be on camera. What do I give a shit? You know, I mean, he, I, you know, I think he's like, no, this is not a deal breaker. Right. Yeah. This isn't his goal in life or his, his goal not to be. He's just kind of like going with the flow. He's doing what she does. You know, he's like, he's like, oh, you're on a show. I'll come on the show. You know, he seems yeah. like he's pretty low key. He's supportive. And what I think is so funny because she's so different. And like, I think Amy Phillips was talking about, like, it's so interesting that, you know, Jack's the only girl he tells is saucy. And it's like a full circle, you know, from where we started on season one. And now Jack's is so happy with somebody that's, I guess, perfect for him. And, and Stassi's so happy with somebody that's perfect for her. And it's, it's very, it's very sweet because uh, Sasha said on her podcast that Bo watched season one of Vanderpump Rules. And then when she starts acting crazy, he'll be like, okay, season one. He calls her season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, I love that. I hope – God, I hope they don't break our hearts and just devolve into a nightmare because I like seeing her with someone and being happy. She's, it's, she's never been happy, basically, on the show the entire time. No, uh-uh. she thought she was, but she wasn't. Yeah. I mean, oh, so, so Crazy Kristen is coming in hot too, which I love. Oh. I'm here for Crazy Kristen. Uh, I wrote, previews look great. I sure hope Crazy Kristen is back and it looks like she is. She's back, baby. I think she took notes from last season because she was not Crazy Kristen. Maybe just, you know, a little touch of it here and there. And she is coming out of the gate swinging immediately. Yeah, she's like, I'm taking him down. Time's <laughs> up on James Kennedy. I was like, yes. 
I'm taking him down. She she actually announces her plans, which is what I love about her. That she is yeah. so crazy. She announces, like, I am going to do that. Like, when she went after Tom Sandoval, which, of course, she was psychotic and total, total bitch when she was doing that. But she would just announce it all over the place. Here's my plan. Here's who I'm going to call. I'm bringing in witnesses. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you are just out there with your crazy. And I love it. You know that I heard her say a while back that she was writing a book on, you know, how to do the perfect, like, internet stalking of your boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, that's that's good. A lot of people can use that. She legit behind the scenes is one of those people. I mean, I, this is not for TV, I don't think. I'm sure she does certain things for TV just like anyone does. But I feel like she really has it in her to be the, the crazy ex-girlfriend, you know, when yeah. I interviewed Tom Sandoval the first time the year before last, I interviewed him twice. He said to me that Chris, he was pissed off the first time I interviewed him, not at me. He was pissed off at that time at Kristen because she was actually contacting his friends from St. Louis. Is that where he's from? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to hit them up on social media and become friends with them so that they'd give her intel about Tom in his younger years. Like it was crazy. He was like, she's coming for me where I live. She's coming for me in my hometown. I mean, he was really pissed. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, she does this shit on and off camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they always say, like, if there's anything you want to find out, you just ask Kristen. She could work for the CIA. They're like, you know, she may not do it that day, but she will eventually figure it out. I love her, man. Yeah. Get her on the Stephen Avery case. I just did a podcast on <gasps> making a murder. I'm like, Kristen could be Kathleen Zellner's right hand woman. She would be like, yeah, I'm on it. I'll be I'll be back. I'll get you that oh, intel. I think you're right. She would be like blood spatter. Got it. Totally. She would cut her own wrists open just to mimic what happened. Okay, so Crazy Kristen's back. Uh, James is back. Raquel is back. So who else? Lala's got dark hair. She's, she's, She's acting like she's telling us news when she goes, I can now tell you who my man is. It's Randall. I'm like, bitch, we knew this for like the past two years. I know. It's hilarious to me. She was like, now that his divorce is final, I was like, um, right. okay. So all this time when they said your boyfriend is married, you're dating a married man and you were like clapping, my boyfriend is not married. Uh, yes, he was. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the new look? What do you think of Lala's new look? I mean, we've been seeing it for a while, but now she's, you know, on the show with her dark, dark hair. I don't like that dark, dark hair. And when she said to Lisa, you know, I'm 27 and I lost my dad. I thought, holy shit, she's 27. I thought she was like 35. She's you know? always, yeah, she's always had an older look. Her, I mean, she is so beautiful. I, we all, she, I, we have to admit, she's so naturally beautiful. I think she's always really going for something that makes her look more, yeah, older, more sophisticated. And I'm like, just be young because damn, when we lose it, we lose it, you know? Yeah. No, whenever they show her with no makeup and her hair was a little bit lighter, she looks like 22. She looks you like know? a baby. Young. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I just don't like her going with the Sheena dark hair. I don't like it. Maybe she's doing that because she wants to have a baby and she can't dye her hair. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So let's move on to who do we need to talk about next? We have Tom Sandoval. Back to him. I want to ask you what you thought about when he said, no, I don't mind that Jax is uh, proposing before uh, Ariana and I get married. Well, first of all, his makeup situation (laughs) – When James was talking to him, doing his rap for him in the bar, 
I mean, first of all, James and Raquel looked like they had just walked six miles. They were so sweaty. And then Tom and Ariana are standing behind the bar, perfectly lit with the same amount of makeup on. They have the same amount of makeup on. They have great contouring, both of them. I mean, my God, I wrote, I wrote, Sandra always wears makeup, but he looks good. That face shaving, you know, is working for him. He looks good. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, Ariana has said flat out, you know, I'm the cool girl who never wants to get married. I'm so cool. I'm not into that because I'm so cool. But I think he really wants to get married and engaged. But I think she's just he's way more of a girl than she is. And and I mean, Jack to Brittany have agreed. This is what they want. They want to get married. They said on watch what to happen live. They want to have babies right away. And Ariana is just not on that page with Tom. So, I mean, he just has to get on board or move on, you know? I know. I, f- I feel like that he's got sadness over it. And maybe I'm just projecting all of my emotional history onto Tom. I mean, it took my husband six years to ask me to marry him. And I was like at ultimatum point. And I was like, what the hell? But I'm thinking Mm-mm, he's not necessarily pressuring her, but you can tell he wants it on some level. Yeah. And he knows. He wants, that, he wants that tradition and she's not he that. Does. She's, not that, she's not that way. I know. I don't know. I mean, they seem like a great couple in many ways because, yeah, they do love the same makeup. They love contouring together. They love dressing up in the same outfits. <laughs> but uh, long term, something isn't sitting right. And he just had a look on his face when he said, you know how the producers sometimes when they're doing those talking head interviews, they just linger a little bit longer, almost after the fact where the where the TV personality thinks they've cut. And yeah. they, they lingered a little bit longer on him after he said, no, I don't mind. And then he sat there and he just like kind of slumped down. And I'm like, oh, Tom, like you, yeah. you want to be married. You want babies. You're like St. Louis boy who wants, I, I think he really wants that. So I don't know. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of setting me up for something bigger to come, but maybe we won't see anything this season on that deep of a level. I think they're going to buy a house. And I think that's about as far as she's going to be able to go with that commitment. Yeah. So what are we missing here? I mean, Katie and Tom too, no big deal there. We talk, you know, they, they're opening Tom, Tom and the boys just can't get it together. And they're also shading Pandora because they're like, Oh, she's a mixologist now because she actually does their job for them. Um, the, listen, if you go back and look when they said they flashed to Lisa saying something about Pandora and then they show talking head, I don't know, shorts or Sandoval saying, oh, great, now now why is she in charge kind of a thing? The the photo or the flash they showed of Pandora was so unflattering. She looked like a gargoyle. I was like, why would they do that and make her look so- – I mean, it was not a flattering flash to her. I didn't really notice that. She's so beautiful that that would be – that's a wild photo that they got her flashback to her. She was sitting at the table, like, leaning. I don't really remember it, though. Oh, I do, because I was like, God, they could have taken four seconds before or after where she would have looked better. It's kind of like last year at the opening credits when they had Kristen making that horrible face. (laughs) Um, It's like they did that to Pandora. Oh, my God. Yeah, but can you believe Tom and Tom cannot be coming for Pandora. It's like Lisa Vanderpump is the ambassador of your entire life plan. Like these guys would have nothing if she wasn't basically giving them a restaurant. And let's be clear, she's using them for their name, for their for their reality TV fame, so that she can have a new restaurant. Sure, they have a stake in it, but it is not their restaurant. Okay, I this is a complete jump to a different subject, but there's so much that happened in this episode. I'm looking over my notes before we get off of it. Okay. 
are we just glossing over the fact that Britney slept with her ex-boyfriend? Oh my God. Yes. Because I spaced out on it. Yes. Fucking. Okay. Yeah. That was like, this is why Vanderpump Rules is the greatest. You can forget major things like this. I mean, can you picture like in Real Housewives of Orange County where there's just shit going on? There's nothing going on the entire season. If someone had slept with an ex-boyfriend, that would be uh, six episodes. And it's like a a footnote in this episode. She was like, and so I did. I slept with him. I did. But I mean, and that just made Jax realize that he just didn't think I would do that. And he loved me more. She's crazy like like a fox. She's crazy like a fox. You know what? I was like, whoa, that was smart. It was real smart. (laughs) Because Jax thinks he's the only one who can get out there and play the field. Remember how pissed off he got last year when Sheena was, like, making that lame attempt to set Britney up on some fake date with somebody? Yeah, yeah, and since then, Britney has dated that. I mean, since then, Sheena dated that guy. Right, right, exactly. So, but, yeah, Britney, she's like, yeah, I slept with them, and it's no big deal. I mean, their relationship is so weird. Maybe they are meant for each other, and Britney is actually more like Jax than we realize. I, I think, she, yeah, I don't think she's as dumb as she looks. And my only other notes I have here was, and this is another whole thing we haven't even talked about. They all go to this place with this guy who has plates in his ears to get these random ear piercings. It was like, let me find the weirdest part of my ear to pierce. And I'm just going to have a conversation. Why this weirdo? I, I was like, this is, and also Kristen's shirt looked like prison stripes. I was like, this is the weirdest. They're not even addressing that they're all getting just weird parts of their ears pierced while they're having this take down James Kennedy conversation. Yeah, no kidding. Again, why this show is the fabulous show it is because they're just doing, they're constantly doing something. Something is constantly happening. You can't even really keep up with it. The ear piercing was, again, a footnote. Because they're all talking, they're all talking shit about James. Lala is mad at James because James called her out in front of her man, Randall, and said, "Like, what did he say? We know Lala inside and out." Ha ha yeah. ha! Yes, yes. After addition to him calling him fat old man more than <laughs> once, now he's like saying, "Don't forget, I fucked her too." I mean, my God! I know, I know. Oh, it's James. like, but but that's what James says. What does Lala think? Does she really think James is like a safe person? How could she possibly think that? Not anymore. I mean, what she realizes is he's just a hurt little boy and and she didn't like him back. And so now he's going to try to, you know, ruin her. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hurt little boy, let's go back to Jax. He's asking for his job back in previews. I mean, this could be predicted. Do you think that Lisa's going to take him back or is she going to make him go work at TomTom? What do you think? It's all for the show. So what direction do you think he'll go in on the show? Well, he's not going to, yeah, he's not really going to work in either place. But if I had to assume, I assume she'll put him at TomTom. Uh, then again, that puts his friends as his bosses. I don't know. He's not going to work anywhere. She's going to, he's like, maybe he'll be the DJ at TomTom. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, but that would be a perfect setup. If I had my way, I would put Jax at TomTom and make Tweedledum and Tweedledee be his bosses and show that dynamic. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to go with that because, I mean, you know, the people that don't work there anymore, you know, I I don't know if they're just trying so hard to keep it connected to Sir or if hopefully this season we're going to we're going to merge over to TomTom as the new place where they're going to film because that would keep the original cast intact. Right. Yeah, but maybe maybe they'll pretend Jack works at TomTom, sure. They're going to have to keep pretending more and more. I mean, Kristen doesn't work there anymore. Jax doesn't work there anymore. Stassi is what – she did that, like, fake uh, party planning 
gig for right. Lisa last year. So what are, they're going to have to keep coming up with fake jobs for them unless they put them in air quotes to work at one of these restaurants, even just for the show. I mean, they have to do something because they can't keep coming up with reasons for them to be on or be hanging out in these places. And the this truly started as a workplace drama. Now we know it's so much more than that, but they have to have some connection. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they'll probably try to put them at um, TomTom, but it's funny, you know, with, with them being all over social media and we know so much stuff before it happens, we we don't know that, which is interesting because it seems like we always know a lot of things that happened beforehand. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to stop there? Is that enough about yeah. Vanderpump Rules or do you have any last minute note? The only thing that I thought was so funny was when Stassi went in the kitchen with Schwartz and they were like, you know, because Kristen and Katie were figuring it that out. Was they, that was cute. That was cute. I thought that was, I was like, this shows their real personality. That was really funny. It did. That was really cute. And I love that Stassi like just blurted it out then. She was like, fine, I know he's going to propose because Kristen and Katie, they are super sleuths. I mean, especially Kristen, she puts shit together so fast because she is such a stalker. So, yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cute. I mean, it was such a good episode. It's going to be a great season. I mean, it always is. You're right. There's never a bad season of Vanderpump Rules. Sure, some are more disappointing, but there's always just so much action, period. Yeah. Yeah, my last I love note it. is previews look great. Crazy Kristen is back. How could we hate Sheena less? That's, <laughs> that's what's my <laughs> Make Sheena less hateable again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, I want to touch just really briefly on Below Deck because you binged it. And you, you watched like what ten episodes? Is that where they are now? They're really deep into the season. Yeah, when I talked to you on Sunday or Monday, you're like, "Have you watched it?" I was like, "Oh, I've dipped in and out, but I've seen so much about that crazy Caroline on um, on Twitter and stuff." So I was like, "Well, I guess now I got it." So I watched the whole thing in the last two days, and I even watched last night's episode. Oh my god! Everybody was so pissed about this week's episode because they kept saying it was the man overboard night, and I even posted that on the Facebook page, like it's the man overboard episode. Oh my god! Of course, last ten seconds, and then it's dot 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 to be continued. Yeah, and I saw I watched this morning the the Lee and Ross and Riley on Watch What Happens Live. I think they're all in town because they're about to film the reunion. Right. And on the after show that crazy Caroline called in. I saw someone show. posted that. Did you watch the clip? Yeah, she called in and they said, Oh, it's so and so from, you know, Nebraska and she was like, No, it's not. It's it was like, ooh. It was like scary, like she lied to this you know, the screener. Oh my god. And yeah, she was like, Oh, it's me you know, she has talked so much shit about Andy Cohen on Twitter. And she was like, um, yeah, Andy, I thought we could be friends because you like Chiba Chews and you like the Grateful Dead and my favorite song is Terrapin Station and she wouldn't quit talking. And he's like, yeah, I do. That's great. And I hope, I hope I'll see you at the reunion. And she just was talking over him. And you could tell that, um, Riley and Captain Lee and Ross were all like terrified, like terrified, like restraining order terrified. Um, and she just talked over Andy the whole time. And he he was like smiling, going, gosh, I hope to meet you someday, Carolyn. She was like, it's Caroline. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is really scary. I mean, I actually, I don't know. I feel bad for her because she seems like she needs to get some help. Like, she, yes. was, she was having panic attacks on that boat. Yeah, I think that she, it's it's not like a funny situation. Like, maybe there's something really wrong. I yeah, think there's wrong. something really wrong too. And she even spoke of her mother having mental health issues and not to say that if your parent does, you do, but it's really common and it's nothing to yeah. be ashamed of, but she seems to be in denial that 
she's got something deeper going on. She's blaming everyone around her, you know, period. But, but having watched the whole season, um, you know, binging it as opposed to what I've been seeing with everybody watching it all along, I was kind of went into it with like preconceived something was going to, but I didn't find her to be nuts as much as I just found her to be maybe a little whiny or lazy. And we know Kate doesn't like that, but I do, I did really find Kate and Josiah to be like the mean girl. They did a mean girl stunt on her. They really did. And, and, Depending on who you're doing that to, the reaction is going to be different. Sometimes it's going to be annoyance or calling you out. And in Carolyn's case, Caroline's case, she she just went further down the rabbit hole. You know, she she's got something going on. She's unhinged in some way. And she, when she was hyperventilating the few times or gagging and stuff, I'm like, that's a panic attack thing. I mean, I know personally, it's she's got something way bigger than this boat and this mean girl stuff and this interpersonal shit going on inside of her. Yeah, and and another thing I I was when they when the new girl came on the new um, the new stew new stew I was trying to say is that what it is stew the new stew when she came on and had her room with the chef and then the new guy came on and had that guy room with Riley I was like wait is that what why are we doing that they just do that I feel like they just do that to stir it up they really do they put the odd roommates together and the guy girl I mean it's fun because you're like oh what's gonna happen and then maybe nothing happens or whatever but below deck I love below deck and for some reason I got behind on episodes this season I'm all caught up now and I I, I share some of the opinions people have in mass I know not everyone agrees but a lot of people agree that Caroline was kind of unhinged and she needed to go I could not stand Chandler, like a lot of people. What was your opinion on him? Um, I didn't think he was as jerky as I was expecting him to be just from what I had read. Um, I, I think he was incompetent for sure. Incompetent, um, yes. Yeah, but I didn't think he was so jerky. I think he was just like uh, trying to get it done. And then I think, you know, Riley literally being the lowest man on the totem pole to be so mouthy. And she said, "Don't watch what happens lives. It was a mistake. And she, you know, but of course she would still probably do it. I mean, so I don't know if she'll be invited. You know, I don't know if she'll be a repeat uh, cast member like Kate. But I, the thing that is interesting about Kate is I find her so odd because I can't tell if she's like 50 or 30. And and <laughs> I don't understand about her lips. Like, like, does she get them like fully injected before, right before they go on these trips? And that's why they look so duck-like. I don't. I don't quite. Get she's her. always had that look. She's always had this look, and her. I love. I love her. She's like Queen Kate to me. I mean, I love her personality. She's so funny on interviews, and she is so good at her job. She's no nonsense, and but she's not a touchy feely kind. I will emotionally take care of you, person. So people, depending on what their personality is like, they can have a rough time with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. And let me tell you what's interesting. As you know, since we're both podcasters, I was looking at the podcast charts the other day. I was trying to see not only, you know, if I was there, but I was trying to look for ideas of people to interview and stuff. And her podcast called After Deck or whatever yeah. was on the was on the chart. So I was like, oh, let me click on this. Okay, she hasn't put out an episode since twenty seventeen and it's still on the charts. What? Yeah, I was like, I wait, she was so currently she... do. Oh my god! Well, from what I could see, it didn't look like there were any current episodes. Okay, I didn't know that. So I was like, wait a minute, that's not fair. I thought she was. <laughs> maybe she can't podcast about it while the season's airing, or I don't know. That's interesting. I thought that was a current podcast. 
Um, that's what it said on the charts. Now, you know, there's my doggy. Maybe I was drunk. I don't know, but I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I have no idea, but yeah, I love Kate. Did you, uh, did you, do you, do you think since Riley is still in play, do you think Riley is just out of control insubordinate, or do you think she is being pushed into a corner by sexism? Both. I think she's, she's extremely insubordinate and I think she probably doesn't like it that they're doing the guys would do the manly job of the ropes and stuff and that she's always told to clean maybe rinse stuff um, off yeah rinse off the jet yeah. skis is like the order she's given basically every five minutes but she's also third in line so they are gonna have the people that are ranked higher do the do the more intense jobs whether you know she's a captain or not i mean it's like captain lee's like she may be a captain but she's not the captain on this boat i am I think it's always interesting when they get someone to come in in one of these lowly positions, or at least lower than they're used to. It always causes problems. Always. Yeah, but that but that Julie girl that just came on this week um, said that she and the she has been a chief stew. So then she came in hot, like who made up this bed? Exactly, exactly. Whenever they bring someone in who's been a chief anything before or who's been in charge of other people and now they're not, it's going to cause problems. And I can understand that. I mean, I I cannot be – I couldn't have been a teacher for 13 years and then gone into another teacher's classroom as a teacher's aide and not – just been an asshole trying to make suggestions even if I wasn't wanting to it's like it just it's just in your head you know I don't know yeah, yeah. I, can, I can imagine that it's really difficult to be like okay now I'm gonna pretend like I don't know anything although she has a very bad way of expressing that she's super angry <laughs> she's super pissed off but I can understand why because these guys are kind of assholes yeah, and then last night on the on Watch What Happens Live when they were talking to her and, and Andy kept saying, you know, what do you think about Ross saying, you know, you look better. The more he drinks, the better you look. I know. And she was like, he was like, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, we're in, and he starts to dip, like, we're in small quarters. There's not a lot to choose from. But, you know, you drink a lot. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, shut up. You know, Seriously. and she was like, that's she was like, that's pretty rude. I mean, you know, she is. I mean, she's very pretty, very hot, you know, for him to, I was like, shut up, Ross. I mean, I think he wanted to make out with Ashton, honestly. Oh my God. Those two hugging each other at night, just holding each other in their arms on the bunk. I'm dying. They're just like, so in a bromance together. It's hilarious. Bromance. Bromance for sure. I am looking right now at the, at the Kate thing and she hasn't put out, she put out an episode, one episode in, uh, July, but that's it. She hasn't put out one since this current season. I wonder if she's not allowed to put him out during the season. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know anything Must- about it, but bring Kate back. I think Kate's great. I mean, she'll always be on below deck unless, you know, Captain Lee just basically, I don't know. He could reject her for one of her lies, but I don't think he ever will. He loves her. Well, I did think that they bullied that girl with playing the music. And apparently, according to her, she said on Twitter or something, she said that they were saying these horrible things like, you know, no wonder your mother's crazy, you know, horrible things. That she, uh, yeah, they were saying terrible things to her that they, you know, they were like, she kept saying, roll the tape, roll the tape, roll the footage. So, yeah, but you know what? For yeah. her to be like, you know, oh, I'm giving you my two days notice and then no, I'm not going to work during it. I mean, it, she was just an asshole too. The whole the whole thing was bad. All right. So yeah. we left off with Ashton falling off of the deck i mean sliding right off of that moving oh, boat. God. and are his legs caught in that line they it 
it, it, yes. it, it freaked, it's freaking everyone out. I mean, we know that he's okay today, so at least we have that. But that looks so scary. And then we see Captain Lee getting really emotional over it. He's still emotional over it. Yeah, when they showed him on Watch What Happens Live and they were asking him, you know, this, that show is quick and moves fast. And he was like taking, you know, I could tell Andy's like, okay, I know you're sad, but say it faster. Because uh, he really could not even hardly talk. He I said know. He's 30, over 35 years, he's never had anything like that happen. Oh, my God. It's so scary. I mean, that moment when he slides off. And, of course, they, again, saved it for the end. People are so pissed off because we've been waiting to see, you know, how do they save him? What happens? What? It, so we just have to wait till next week. But whatever. I mean, yeah, now, now I'm glad that um, I watched it. So thank you for making me. Yeah, thank you for talking about it. All right, so Mary Payne, tell people where they can find you and your podcast, which is amazing, called Pain in the Pod. Thank you. My podcast is called Pain in the Pod. That's P-A-Y-N-E. It's a play on my name, Pain in the Pod. You know, like pain in the ass, but pain in the pod. And you could find it on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then on Twitter and Instagram, it's at pain in the pod. Perfect. And can we follow you personally anywhere or should we just follow your podcast? I mean, if you want to see pictures, you know, of my kids or my snarky carpool moments, sure. <laughs> That's uh, Mary Payne too. M-A-R-Y-P-A-Y-N-E too. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to Mary Payne Gilbert for coming on to talk about Below Deck and Vanderpump Rules. I hope you guys are tuning into both. I can't wait for the Below Deck reunion. And I think this season of Vanderpump Rules is going to be, as usual, fantastic. If you want even more bonus material and you'd like to support this podcast, go over to patreon.com slash pinkshade. And for $5 a month or more, you can support what I'm doing and you can get bonus material every single month. I release two to four bonus episodes episodes, all kinds of stuff going on over there. And you can be part of the exclusive Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Patreon Facebook group. We get even more intel in there. But for now, if you just want to join the Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook group, the regular one, and you're not a member yet, go ahead over there and send me a request as well. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Aaron Leah Martin. You can listen to my other podcast, Cult Talk with Aaron Martin, on any platform. And if you'd be so kind as to give me a rating and review in iTunes, preferably a good one, I would appreciate it so much. You guys have a great weekend, and I'll come back next week with even more fun topics. Until next time, I'll see you in reality.